Welcome to the Zanbergen Report, where wealth strategies and pop culture collide, featuring your distinguished host and certified financial planner, Bart Zandbergen. Welcome to our show of dream chasers and wealth makers. We are thrilled to be back in the studio today with a new episode of the Zanbergen Report. I'm proud to bring in the movers, shakers, and difference makers who are passionate about sharing what they have learned and what you need to know today. Well, I'm excited to be in studio today. And today I have a great guest that I think everyone's going to enjoy listening to. It's Linda Rake. And um, she is the founder of Soul and Beauty Medics. And I was really excited to go to your new grand opening. And it was fantastic. There were so many people there. And it was amazing to see the love and support all of your clients came out to support you for that. So congratulations. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming that night. It was a truly probably one of the most special nights I've had professionally. Mm-hmm. It was a moment where you just realize how much you impact other people's lives and how much they impact your life because they were there to support me. So it was um, a really special night for me. So yeah. thank you for being a part of that. Yeah, yeah. And it was beautiful. And design was great. So and I love it. And your whole build out was fantastic. So if we have time at the end, we can go back to talk about that experience and what that looked like. But I would love to have the audience learn a little bit more about, you know, what you do and and maybe people don't know what a med spa is. Maybe you can just start with that, just basic, and then we can kind of get into some a little bit more um, details about your company and what you do. Yeah, sure. So... I guess we'd most easily be known as a med spa. I tend to not use that word that much because um, I feel like med spa doesn't really show the the quality of care that we give in terms yeah. of we're a medical practice. So sometimes when I think of a med spa, I think of a place that just offers waxing or non-medical grade treatment. So I refer to it as a medical aesthetics practice. Um, but for us, that incorporates that we do non-invasive aesthetic procedures. So mm-hmm. popular Botox, yeah, <laughs> any of the toxins, wrinkle treatments, um, dermal fillers, yeah. threading, yeah. Um, laser hair removal, lasers, uh, BBL, Moxie to help with pigmentation and skin texture. We do microneedling, radio frequency, facials, chemical peels, um, all that fun stuff. I've I've had patients refer to my practice as Disneyland for women or I for love adults. That. <laughs> and when I heard that, it like it made sense to me because they come in, they're like, okay, what can I do now? And it's like a happy place for everybody. Um, but it's all medical grade treatments. That's so wonderful. And and when you walk in, for my experience walking in, it's just beautiful and it's comforting and it's just natural. You feel like you're at a spa and you're really taking care of. It's not just you're feeling like you're going to the doctor's office, which is wonderful. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I've, I'm really pleased with how it turned out. Um, I, I love being there myself. Yeah. So does my team. We find that sometimes at the end of the day, the, the clock is like it's time to go home and we don't want to leave because it's just such a warm, inviting, peaceful space. Yeah. Um, so I'm very, very proud of it. I love that. And I feel like I, I talk about this a lot, a lot with clients is that part of the journey is if you work and you have a job that you hate, and then you're just going in and doing your job and going home. It's not a lot of fun. And it sounds like you've created this amazing environment that you just love going to all the time. And that's why your clients love going there and your staff. So congratulations to you. Thank that's you. Amazing. Thank you. I've, I've, I almost feel guilty because I don't feel like it's work, to be honest with you. I love yeah. seeing my patients. Um, I love running a business. I've, jo- I've grown to learn to really love being an entrepreneur, a business owner. Yeah. 
Um, so I wake up every day actually enjoying going to work, which I feel guilty about because so many people don't. And I just yeah. think that's something they should all look at. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and, the, and you're wildly successful. And it probably goes back to you enjoy what you do. So I'd like to ask a little bit about what inspired you in your recent relocation of your company and the expansion of Soul and Beauty Medics. Well, my business actually has a long story to it, and I'll try to uh, spare you a little bit of that story. But um, we were located in Ladera Ranch, and okay. we were there for 10 years. Wow. Um, in those 10 years, we started off as a primary care and dermatology practice. Okay. Um, and it evolved to just dermatology, and we did some regenerative medicine, um, and then COVID happened. Oh, and wow. um, at this point, I had I was at two more years on my lease, and um, I decided to take a look at my business and think about what really fed my soul and what kept the just kind of went with what the practice really needed. And it yeah. was I had a natural um, organic growth of aesthetic patients, mm. and I was finding that I was trying to fit time in for the derm patients. Mm. Um, so at that time, I just decided to, it was a hard, hard decision because many of those patients I've had seen for a decade, if not more, um, at my other location and decided to let my medical practice go. And we were just an aesthetics practice. Um, had it been a hard decision? It was hard. Um, and you know, I, I do occasionally miss it because there's a different kind of relationship. I got to see, you know, mothers and fathers and their children and mm. some of those children got married and were still my patients bringing in their kids to see me so wow. um but you know some of them have continued on and some who don't see me for aesthetics anymore because maybe that's not their thing yeah. came to my grand opening I and that it. meant so much to me yeah. um one of them if I can share real quick was this, um patient the older gentleman that was with me when I worked for a, a dermatologist years ago yeah and um he, he's one of those people who just called me up on the phone. This is before social media when I left and I was opening up my practice 10 years ago. And I picked up my home phone. I'm like, hello. He's like, Linda Rank? Linda Rank? <laughs> and um, he was looking for me. He didn't know where I'd gone. Aww. So um, through the years, though, he, you know, really wasn't coming in that often anymore since I was just no longer doing dermatology. Right. Um, but his, his wife is a patient of ours. She gets okay. facials at our office. And she must have shared with him that I opened a new location. And he showed up at the grand opening. I've not seen him in over a year, maybe two years. Wow. It was emotional for me because he was my first supporter. I love it. And um, he's like a, an uncle to me. So it's just you develop really close relationships with your patients. And yeah. probably it's one of my favorite parts of my job. Yeah, I love that. And and parts of what I do, too, in, in helping clients through this relationship is you get to see the progress over time. You get to see the, the strengths. You get to see the struggles and what they're going through and help them go through that. And in the end product, too, and seeing them happy walking out the door, too. Yeah, so it it's beautiful. Be um, but to answer your original question, our 10-year our lease came to an end. And at that point, I knew that I needed um, – I craved co deeper connection with my patients, mm. with my community – um, I needed a larger space in a more localized area, the community, which yeah. we're in a shopping center now, yeah. really easy access. Great location. Thank Shops you. the mall, so Yeah, central, next to next Target. To freeway. Yes, it's really been like something that people are commenting. They love the location. Yeah. But we needed to have this space because we're hosting women's events. We're doing, um, you know, we have memberships. And we just needed more accessibility. So mm -hmm. I'm thrilled about the future and just excited for our new space. I love that. That's so great. Well, thanks for sharing the journey. So let's talk about the tagline, soul deep, skin centric. 
So what does that mean, and, and how does that encompass your philosophy at Soul & Beauty Medic? Well, I think Soul Deep Skin Centric really encompass both the inner and the outer beauty, which mm. I have found to, when they're aligned, um, it's what is the result of everlasting true inner beauty. Mm. Um, I see thousands of women, and they're gorgeous, but if they're not feeling confident and good inside, yeah. then none of that matters. And it goes hand in hand, right? Um, you could, how you feel on the outside is also how it comes from the inside. Yeah. So they really come, they marry together. It's important. Yeah. I love that. You know, on, um, I was looking your profile up online and I thought this was so interesting and I'm going to read it. It says, recognizing how we feel on the inside is often reflected on the outside. And it talks about how your practice is known as the destination of choice for those who desire a sustainable change. And I, I, what you just said really, I think, reflects that. But that is amazing because you're right. It's a journey we go through. And what we see in the mirror and our self-talk and our inner feelings have a connection of, you know, how your confidence is and maybe how you handle the day or your next business deal or, or the next transaction or or just how you're, you're feeling inside. And, and I feel like actually after COVID and how everyone is just reflecting, I think mental health is so it's becoming more, people are becoming more aware and what you do can provide just a little bit of a change in their life and how they see themselves. 100%. I, I, I have just witnessed it. I mean, as a woman myself, mm-hmm. when I feel good about my body, my appearance, I show up better. Yeah. I show up better to my coworkers, to my patients, to my husband, to my children. We make better decisions when we're feeling good. Yeah. Um, but it's more than just looking good. You have to feel good and be confident. But yeah. sometimes you need a little extra push. Yeah. And I'm kind of the little extra push that people come to. And that's fantastic. I love it. It's like a little quick recipe for success. And yeah. you're like, I just need this little fix to make me yeah. feel great. I love it. So um, what trends are you seeing happening in the med spots? aesthetics industry. I'm sure there's so many moving parts, but how is Soul and Beauty Medics addressing them? There's, well, I stay away from trends. That's one thing I'll say. Um, There's always trends in in the beauty industry, Mm -hmm. and a lot of them are trends that I would never apply to my patients. And that could be, you know, crazy brows and crazy shapes of lips and stuff. Um, But the trends of just how we're approaching beauty is starting to change, okay. and I'm super happy to see that it's very much in alignment to how I practice with my patients, and that's an approach that's more natural-looking results. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, so, you know, back in the day when the trend was giant, giant lips. <laughs> lips and, like, high arch brows and just not looking natural, which yeah. sadly scared patients away from right. even wanting to step into a medical aesthetic practice and maybe start addressing the wrinkles because they were afraid of these, you know, images they had their head of overfilled faces. So um, I've never really aligned with that. I think that's what kind of grew my practice is somebody would just look better and be out for dinner with their girlfriend. They said, what did you do? And they would just share. Yeah. You can definitely do medical aesthetic treatments and look 100% yourself, just slightly more rejuvenated, um, so that would probably be the biggest change I'm noticing. We'll have to thank the Kardashians for that. Mm. Um, they definitely have a huge influence on um, c- culture and beauty because of their businesses. Yeah. But now they're starting to reverse a lot of their treatments and starting to look slightly more, 
I guess, natural per se. Yeah. And so I think that's a good thing. Another um, change I'm starting to see is more regenerative and biostimulating treatments. So what is that? What so does that mean? That I, means, am I going to look younger? Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, what you're doing is we're allowing your body to do the work. So, for example, you've probably heard about PRP. No. Okay, so PRP is platelet-rich um, protein, and we got started with it actually about eight years ago. Okay. The industry has been really heavy on it for the past two, three years, but okay. I was really fortunate that I shared my practice with my husband at the time who was doing regenerative treatments. Mm. So what you do is you we draw your blood in the office, we spin it in our lab, okay. and then we get like, I, I say it's the, the gold part of your blood, the magic of your blood that tells your body to bring in its army to do all the healing. Wow. Okay, so for example, just for big picture, like if you were to cut your hand, yeah. your hand, your body knows how to heal that, right? right? right. So it sends its army and it closes it up and you no longer have a laceration. Love that. We take that blood, we spin it, and then we have it in a syringe. Now, my husband used to inject it into someone who had an injured neck or back or knee, um, something that needed some repair and healing. Wow. Now, in aesthetics, we're doing, and it's considered regenerative aesthetics. So I will be, you know, maybe microneedling somebody's face, putting on the PRP on their face, which is going to increase their healing process, but also help stimulate collagen. I'm doing a lot of that underneath the eyes now to help women in the problem areas wow. where they're having like, you know, concerns of crepey skin or their eyes and wrinkles. So we're doing kind of a preventative treatment and just having your body stimulate its own collagen. That's one example. Love that. Um, another what would be considered biostimulating treatment is um, Sculptra. Okay. What is that? Um, love Sculptra. Sculptra's been around, gosh, my whole entire career okay. and longer it was initially indicated for HIV and AIDS patients who became very gaunt from, from their illness. Mm. So what Sculpture really is, it comes to us in a bottle with a powder, and the powder is grinded down suture that creates, has your body stimulate collagen. Okay. We add sterile water, some lidocaine to it, and we inject it into your face. Of course, you walk out a little bit puffier than normal because of all the water. Yeah. But when your body absorbs that, it's left with the powder underneath your skin that then tells your body, hey, let's stimulate collagen. Wow. So it's, people refer to it sometimes as a filler, but it's very different from a filler because filler is actual gel that we're injecting to add volume. Yeah. This happens over a period of time, so it's not instant, but it's the most natural result. Nice. And I I love it. So I think that as an industry, we're looking at more natural tri- type so it treatments. sounds like, yeah, not just putting a bunch of, it, it, I mean, is it all chemicals or is at the end of the day you feel like you're, um, taking a more it sounds like a more of a natural approach I think a natural look is one with at least with Sculptra and with the PRP I love that um and I think it's more approachable for a new patient who either is starting early and wants to take little baby steps and just maintaining their appearance yeah um or someone who's just hesitant with the fillers but I think that we're going to see and hear a lot more of these two options and there's other things in the pipeline um that I know are coming out for just maintaining skin quality and skin health as well I feel like I'm getting a consultation right now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I might, I need to come you in. You look great. Your this, skin's amazing. <laughs> we, you know, we all just do little things to maintain and yeah, feel confident. Absolutely. But I do say always it's best to do it preventatively. 
Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that it helps out and it just makes your your skin look natural longer than having to try to solve an issue that's already developed and have to. Well, and fix it's just it. easier to approach. Um, I use myself as an example. Okay. Um, I'll be forty eight this year, but I started My Botox. Gosh, you don't look it well, at thank all. you. Um, but I started Botox at like twenty seven. That's when wow. I first got into derm, yeah. and it just got FDA approved. And I've just been maintaining it since then, and wow. it's prevented any deep wrinkles. So. Versus someone maybe 48 or 50 around my age who's yeah. never done anything, have really deep lines. We're trying to catch up, fix that, and then yeah. maintain. Um, it takes a little bit of time. And there's you know other things, anatomy and stuff that are associated that may prohibit yeah. us to really fully treating that patient to where we want them to be. Well, if you're not watching, you're just listening. Her face looks flawless. As well, the <laughs> Thank <listeners>. you. <laughs> so, okay, so now we're talking about... Um, specifics that you're using. I want to I want to address that you're an allergen leading national trainer. So that must be a huge undertaking and I'd like to know how you help about like elevate this and help the industry and train other providers that that don't have this resource. Yeah, so Allergan is a um it's the, probably one of the leading companies in okay. the aesthetics industry. Nice. They make Botox, they make the Juvederm, they make Skin Medica skincare, they make Latisse. I'm trying to think what else they make, but yeah, so they're leaders and it is an honor. I really feel yeah. it's an honor to be asked to represent them. Yeah. Um I'm doing a training actually this week and you know, I feel like when I go into a training, I have a responsibility to one represent Allergan yeah. um, to one, serve the patients yeah. um, because we, ha- we always use models and we train on, on the models, mm-hmm. um, but also be a voice for all patients, right? Because I understand yeah. where, we need to, where we need to keep our focus in, in the industry as being very natural. Um, and then I have a responsibility to train the injector, to train them on the products, the differences in, in the quality of the products. Yeah. Um, each filler is a little bit different. Safety is very important in aesthetics. Um, So there's a lot of responsibility in that, and that's why I'm super honored to be an Allergan trainer. I love that. Um, And I I really feel like I need to speak for the patient in terms of training whoever the new trainer is, is, hey, let's listen to our patient's needs, give proper evaluations and consultations, and stay – Stay, I guess, a patient advocate in that sense. Yeah. Well, it definitely sounds like where you, your history and all the things that you've done over the years has given you a lot of credibility for them to have this trust in you and making sure that you're going to convey the same, you know, product, um, how they're applying it and using it to their clients. And so that's fantastic. And, and you're that, that model that like kind of sets it up for them. And that's fantastic that you get to do Thank that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. I don't, take it for granted at all and I'm along two other um, 200 other great injectors in the country doctors nurses PAs NPs so um, it's it's a great honor that's an elite group I love it it's <laughs> so great especially here in Orange County and in LA I feel like that is something that's probably sought after so congratulations Thank you. yeah um okay so investing in yourself is not selfish it's essential and I have a couple comments I want to add about this but um, what does this phrase mean to you, and how does that tie into the treatment philosophy at your store? Um, well, do you need the question again? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, investing in yourself is not selfish. It's essential. It is essential. So, so we ourselves are 
our only friend and relationship that's consistent through life. And earlier as we were talking about how important it is to like feel good, look good, how it marries well and how you it really influences how you show up in the world. Yeah. Um, so I think that now since COVID, there's been a really change a little bit in the culture and the and some of the dialogue and like more encouraging of self-love and self-care, which is beautiful because yeah. that totally works into what we're talking about right now. But I think we're moving away from this mentality of hard and hustle and starting to really understand that there's a relationship with mental health, physical health. It's yeah. all together. We're, we're not supposed to be treated as different parts. It's all together one. So yeah. when you can take care and give your time space, and, and I know for me, like I prioritize mental health, whether it's a bath, yeah. whether it's a walk. Um, for some people, it's looking in the mirror and seeing their Botox and seeing their smooth face and not looking angry when they're not feeling angry. You know, mm. it is so important. Yeah. Um, so I love to hear about people talking about self-care and self-love now. Yeah. So, OK, let's take that to your store. And how do you how do you take that same feeling and project that to your staff and your clients and being able to pass that feeling on to them? that just through like service or is that how you guys treat people is it's that everything as a result? I think it starts with um the relationship with my team and I mm -hmm. um we really are a family in many ways and I know so many people say that sounds very cliche but um I treat them with respect they treat me with respect yeah. um we take time to learn about each other's lives and and I really focus as a leader on growing everybody's strengths and fitting them into where they will shine the most. I love that. Um, but as an office, you know, I think our culture kind of continues from our work family to our family with our patients mm -hmm. is I created a space intentionally that felt kind of fancy. So yeah. when you felt in, you know, after a long day at work, I want you to come in and feel like, okay, I'm treating myself. Yeah. Anyone can go anywhere and get cheap Botox, cheap filler, which probably that's a whole different conversation. It's probably not even the real deal. It's probably from, you know, <laughs> fake Botox and stuff. But I wanted people to come in, feel like they're getting treated. You go into the waiting room, yeah, which is very kind of dark, sexy, relaxing, if you recall. I love it, yeah. Um, you know, we have coffee and tea. We even have a snack drawer in there, relaxing music. It's great to look at. Um, it's a whole experience in our office. We have a room that you go in to wash your face, which is separate from a toilet. I don't like to wash my face if I know there's a toilet right there. Yeah. So you have like a sexy room that you wash your face in and you're clean and we have a room just for before and after pictures. And then you're doing your treatment in another room that's very relaxing. There's music going on. So um, I'm hoping that not only are they actually taking action and that self-care, yeah. but the experience is part of the relaxation and feeling like they're worthy of it. I love it. I love it. It's, it's an experience, really, and taking care of themselves and also being able to treat themselves and feeling worthy to do that. Sounds like it's all a whole package deal. It's part of it, and we've created memberships to support this oh, because nice. I know that many of our patients are very busy. You know, we see men and women, okay. um, but I find that women have a harder time 
separating time for themselves yeah. for self-love. Like yeah. we're both married with two boys, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, but my husband can easily tell me, hey, I'm going to go surfing tomorrow. I'm like, okay, see ya. I'm like, I'm not as good yeah. at like putting that time aside for myself. Yeah. So um, we found that our patients have the best intentions to take care of themselves and maintain because everything we do is temporary, right? Yeah. There's no permanent anything we do in our office. Yeah. You have to maintain your results. So the memberships really help encourage patients do that. So they come in, they get the treatment, they're scheduling their next treatment, and it's in their calendar. So they made a promise to themselves. And I can't tell you how many times I have women come in and go, I am so glad that I'm doing the membership because one, it saves me money, Mm -hmm. but I don't have to think. Yeah. I do the thinking for them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, I love that. And on that same note, you know, for myself, I think it's funny because I, you know, also a business owner and and I'm running all the time and and you nailed it. I don't make time for myself. And this is the most like silliest conversation to say is I hired a coach to help me with just making sure that I'm doing things efficiently. And, and as a business owner, you're basically a coach is just a boss that you're paying for (laughs) to keep you on track. But they're helpful though, because I've had that. I've done that. Yeah. And you know what the first thing that they said to me is, what are you doing to take care of yourself? Oh because gosh. the mental health, yeah. the self-love, the confidence, the speaking in your own your own yeah. talk, if you're stressed out or unorganized, yeah. that's gonna it's a snowball effect. It is. It's and it's all encompassing the right. way we feel inside, the way we're projecting outside. So you're yeah. doing these podcasts, you're meeting with your clients. Right. But if you were a mess in your head, you're not gonna show up the same way. How are you gonna be able to do this, right? Exactly. Exactly. And the thing is, is by doing this, I'm just I'm I am going to say is by taking care of yourself and that makes you feel good inside, you are recharged. And then you feel like the next day you get to go and like perform at your peak and your best because you felt you have filled your soul and the things inside that make you tick. I mean, and of course, family and, mm-hmm. and everything else. But at the end of the day, I thought it was really interesting that I hired this person for business. And he's like, what are you doing for yourself? And I'm like, well, really? Um. Yeah, and there's nothing left in that cup for me. And so this is so amazing to be able to say, like, being able to reward yourself and create space for an area that you feel like you you might explore. And and I have to also say one thing is, like, whenever I – and I haven't done Botox yet, but I do have to say is whenever I get, like, my eyebrows done or my lashes done, immediately I get compliments mm-hmm. immediately as soon as it happens, and I feel amazing. But – I don't tell them I just got something done, but at the end of the day, it's 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 very gratifying knowing that taking care of yourself and then all of a sudden you get like that positive reassurance to yourself like, oh my gosh, you know, taking care of myself is okay yeah. and, and giving yourself permission it's not to okay. do that. It's essential. Yeah, yeah right? see, there you go. That's <laughs> it. really, it. really yeah. is essential. Yeah. Um, you have that extra pep in your step. Yeah. yeah. And I have, I mean, I have so many stories I can share with you, but- I just can't tell you how many, probably about a handful that I've share had. Share one, share one, because we still have some time, and I think stories are fantastic well, for people. Well, I'll share two quick ones. One is I've had several patients literally leave the hospital and come to me after delivering, wanting their Botox, and they're not nursing for whatever reason. Yeah. They're knowing that's safe because I don't inject anyone who's, who's nursing because they're so desperate. They miss them. They say, I just feel myself when my skin is smooth. Mm. Um, the most recent story I'd love to share with you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, I recently had a patient. She was 70 years old. She was a recent widow of about two years. She was married for 47 years. And wow. those 20 of those years, she was a caretaker. Wow. 
Wow. She lived in Houston, Texas, and when she was a, became a widow, she decided to move back to, to or move to California to be closer to her grandchildren. Mm-hmm. She came into me, saw me for Botox, had never done filler. Started asking questions. Hey, I don't like this about my face anymore. I've changed. And she's a you can tell she's just a beautiful woman. Yeah. So we started, we dove into fillers. Next thing I know, we did a full facial rejuvena- rejuvenation. Wow. And she came back to me for a follow-up and she says, I have news for you. And I'm like, what? She's like, I've got two things to tell you. I'm like, okay. I was a little nervous. <laughs> and she's like, I started a dating app. I'm on a dating app. And I was like, oh, my God. That was <laughs> oh, huge for her. Yeah. Well, you just imagine, 70 years old. You've been married for 47 years. She's like, I, she's like but I wanted to tell you, I'm also yeah. moving to Tennessee. Wow. And I was, like, shocked. And it ended up being that she just opened up and said, if I didn't do all this for myself, yeah. one, it showed me I was worthy. She's yeah. like, I questioned if I was invest- investing the money into myself. I'm not used to spending money. Yeah. She's like, but you convinced me it was okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I listened to you because – I love what I see in the mirror. I finally have the confidence to put a profile picture up for dating. Yeah. And then I said, well, tell me about Tennessee. She's like, you know what? I've just always liked Tennessee. I love, I love live music. I, yeah. you know, I have a girlfriend out there. She's like, you gave me, you empowered me to reinvent myself. I love it. And that probably was the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It wasn't me. It was yeah. her. Yeah. She's the one who gave herself permission yeah. to invest in herself. She trusted me, of course, and I gave her a good outcome. Yeah. But it com- at 70 years old, she's restarting her life. I love that. That's powerful. Yeah. And uh, being able to see that full circle is just probably so beautiful to watch. And it happens all the time, honestly. It's just it's why I get up and I'm excited to go to work. So great. Yeah. So great. Um, I have one last question, sure. and then we're going to wrap up with time, is what's your greatest compliment from a patient that, that's ever given you? And I feel like you kind of shared the story is, is similar, but maybe what's the greatest compliment? I mean, what I just shared with you, me give, empowering her to reinvent herself, yeah. I don't know if I can ever think of anything greater. <laughs> I, I would say that my business has been mostly built on referrals, mm-hmm. and that's a huge compliment to yeah. me. Um the fact when patients on a daily come in and say, I don't know, but my husband kept telling me I look so good. He has no clue what I'm doing, you know? And I just, I, everyone tells me how good I look, but they don't know. And that's yeah. a compliment because yeah. I don't want somebody walking out my office saying, oh, I know what you had done. Yeah. 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 I love that. Well, this is all the time we have, but thank you so much for being on the show. I feel like I learned so much and I think my biggest takeaway is just being okay with being able to treat myself and take care of myself. And you have such an amazing practice. So don't be surprised if you don't see me. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome to come anytime and I'll talk you through it. Thank you so much for having me. It was truly just a pleasure. Tune in next week for the latest edition of the Zanbergen Report, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Catch up on our recent shows by visiting podcast.bartzanbergen.com. The Zanbergen Report is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Interested in being a featured guest on our show or have a question you'd like to hear us answer? Email podcast at bartzanbergen.com. The contents of this podcast episode do not constitute an offer of securities or a solicitation of an offer to buy securities and may not be relied upon in making an investment decision related to any investment offering Access Wealth Management LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Access does not warrant the accuracy or completeness of the information contained herein. Opinions are our current opinions and are subject to change without notice. 
prices, quotes, rates are subject to change without notice. Generally, investments are not FDIC insured, not bank guaranteed and may lose value.